You have to put them in their place. People like this are very destructive. And you have to tell the voters what it's all about. Happy Friday. Have you noticed that you haven't heard anything really? <laughs> you haven't really heard anything about Ron DeSantis lately? Have you noticed that Ron DeSantis just isn't a topic of discussion? Now, some will say it's because Donald John Trump has been indicted. The John Durham story has come out, Hunter Biden. So everyone's talking about the Bidens. And DeSantis is just not a topic of discussion. Or could it just be that his flame as a presidential candidate is fizzling out? What are your thoughts? Put it down. Now, if he were stellar, and he is a stellar governor, got to give credit where credit is due. He is not my man in 2024. And... Because of his recent actions, I don't think he's my guy in 2028, but I don't know. We're not at 2028 yet. We're still trying to make sure and hope and pray that they don't steal the election of 2024 successfully because, oh, they're not uh, only going to try. They're already in the middle of it. You're not hearing much about Mike Pence. Not hearing much about anybody but Trump and RFK Jr. But RFK Jr. is the new Bernie Sanders. The Democrats, no way in hell they're going to let RFK Jr. take anything from Joe Biden. 2016 and 2020, they showed the world what they do in their primaries to elevate the one that they want. They have no scruples about the fact that in their party, it really is a selection, not an election. The Republicans try to play that game. It failed in 2016. Um, their game failed in 2016. We didn't get the Jeb Bush that they wanted us to have. We got Donald John Trump because he came out the box swinging and he had a whole different and very, very successful campaign tactic etc. I'm still dismayed to see quite a few people still floating the idea of RFK Jr. Uh, tipping up with Trump to win. As if Trump needs RFK Jr. Give me a freaking break. That's just me, perhaps. That's just me. So let's start off. Let's talk about Biden. Then let's talk about Biden. Then let's talk about RFK and let's talk about Trump, and we'll take it from there. Not one, but two IRS employees are blowing the whistle. All right, who you're seeing here is Jason Smith. He is the House Ways and Means Chair. And Thursday, he detailed the felony charges that the whistleblowers said the IRS recommended against Hunter Biden. I'm going to play you what he said. For us Americans to be aware of, I want you to see and take note that these are not one or two, but multiple felony charges. And the amounts that were, once again, felony charges, the amounts that were totaled here and the countries involved. Not one, but two 
IRS employees are blowing the whistle with evidence that the federal government is not treating taxpayers equally when enforcing tax laws. The whistleblowers were working on an investigation into Hunter Biden that opened in November of 2018 as an offshoot of a separate corporate investigation by the IRS. Let me emphasize, this was an investigation in the ordinary course of work at the IRS. It was not ordered by any individual, any chairman, or any political entity. The testimony we released today shows the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that included attempt to evade or defeat tax, a felony, fraud or false statements, a felony, and willful failure to file returns, supply information, or pay tax. These tax crimes cover an estimated 2.2 million in unreported tax on global income streams to Mr. Biden and his associates from Ukraine, Romania, and China, totaling 17.3 million from 2014 to 2019. Mr. Biden personally received $8.3 million. No one is above the law, the Democrats say, but it must be good to be the son of a Democrat or a Democrat in general. Attempt to evade or defeat tax. That's a felony. That is why we are now paying for not 67000 because the Republicans did a great job. Now we're only paying for 65300 IRS agents to go and harass people because attempting to evade or defeat tax is a crime, a felony. Fraud or false statements, also a felony. Willful failure to file returns or supply information or pay taxes. Once again, the amount of taxes that Hunter Stift, America, according to the IRS, 2.2 million, an unreported tax. Oh, and that tax was global from Ukraine, Romania, and China. <clears throat> Isn't it funny that all three of those countries are currently in the news, obviously. I'm going to get a little bit more into China here in a moment. Ukraine, we're funding a proxy war via Ukraine. Romania, I don't really report on this, but uh, they just indicted Andrew Tate in Romania, someone who's spoken out against the Matrix. Look, I'm not going to get into Andrew Tate. Have no respect for, essentially, he, he got rich making a webcam business, online porn. But still isn't interesting. He is empowering people by saying, telling young men that, yeah, you need to accomplish something in life. You don't just get participation awards. You actually got to go out there and do something and earn respect. Something that I agree with. Not I don't agree with everything Andrew Tate says, but I agree with that philosophy. And he was recently charged or indicted or something in Romania after being in prison for six months with no charges. And we'll get, like I said, we're going to get into China. Uh, Mr. Biden, Jason Smith tells us, received, Hunter Biden that is, received $8.3 million. Now, of course, as we've seen this week, all that Hunter Biden got 
was uh, uh, hit with two misdemeanors related to those felony charges of unpaid taxes in 2017 and 2018, and he got a diversion on the gun charge. Wow. Now, what's very interesting is he said that this uh, was brought up in the case of ordinary coursework at the IRS. They weren't targeting Hunter Biden because he's Joe Biden's son. It just came up. And he says it was not ordered by any individual, any chairman, or any political entity, which, of course, is a stark contrast to what they're doing with Trump. Just the News is reporting the following. A supervisory IRS agent divulged to Congress widespread interference in the probe of Hunter Biden, including the blockage of two search warrants and more extensive criminal charges, while also confirming the government had evidence that Joe Biden met with his son's Chinese partners according to testimony released Thursday. I'm going to get to that in a second. Justin News obtained the testimony of IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley shortly after the House Ways and Means Committee voted to uh, pierce Hunter Biden's tax privacy and make the agent's allegations of preferential treatment and political interference public. He confirmed career prosecutors originally intended to charge Hunter Biden with numerous tax violations dating to 2014. But in the end, appointees of Joe Biden nixed the plan for a more sweeping indictment. In the end, the charges were narrowed to two counts in 2017 and 2018 that most likely spared the presidential son prison time. But of course, no one is above the law. Joe Biden's DOJ blocked two search warrants on multiple felony charges against Hunter Biden, according to the IRS whistleblower, whistleblower who spoke to lawmakers. It's Friday, folks. Please be a little bit more gentle and forgiving to me. I am blowing the whistle because the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, Department of Justice, Tax, and Department of Justice provided preferential treatment and unchecked conflicts of interest in an important and high-profile investigation of the president's son, Hunter Biden. That's what the IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley told lawmakers in a testimony. Once again, that was obtained by the great John Solomon and his crew at Just the News. According to uh, Just the News, Shapley told lawmakers an assistant U.S. attorney in Delaware working on Hunter's case rejected a search warrant for Joe Biden's Delaware home in 2020. A separate search warrant for Hunter Biden's storage locker was also blocked by Joe Biden's henchmen. But Orange Man bad because he's got a couple documents and he's got some personal effects. They're going after him with a felony. Folks, the National Archives stuff is a civil case that they are they the DOJ has indicted him. We live in a total banana republic. But you know this already, folks. You know this already. <clears throat> Check this out. Remember when Jen Psaki, back on April 5th, 2022, when Jen Psaki st- stuck and doubled down on the claim from Joe Biden <clears throat> that he and Hunter Biden never talked about foreign business. It happened more than once, but I want to zero in on April 5th, 2022. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, Jen Psaki said Tuesday that President Biden still maintains he never discussed overseas business deals with his son Hunter. Despite significant and growing evidence to the contrary, the president has said that he never spoke with his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Fox News' Peter Ducey asked her. Yes, Saki replied that he never spoke with his son about his overseas business dealings. 
The answer concluded an extended dialogue between Saki and Ducey, focused on new reporting at the time that the Washington Post and New York Times that they had verified emails from the laptop belonging to Hunter Biden were authentic. Well, we know that's authentic. So let's let's uh, a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in the last 24 hours, folks. 24, 48 hours, depending on when you're watching this. Guess what we're learning right now? Hunter Biden demanded in 2017 to be paid by the CCP-linked Chinese businessman Henry Zhao, and this happened while Joe Biden was sitting next to him. Wait a minute, I thought that Joe Biden never spoke or knew anything about his son's foreign dealings. Well, we're seeing this from a screenshot of a WhatsApp message from the IRS whistleblower. Okay, let's talk about who Henry Zhao is. He was influential in forming Harvest Fund Management. Okay, if, if that sounds familiar, it's because we've talked about this company in the past. He was elected the chairman of the board in November 2017. Under his leadership, Harvest had become one of China's leading asset management companies, serving more than 100 million investors. Okay, that's what their website says. Mr. Zhao was also the chairman and Chinese Communist Party general secretary at the firm. And that's, we know this from the great work done by Peter Schweitzer and his books uh, detailing the crimes of the Biden crime family. Now, emails are revealing that Hunter Biden played an important role in brokering the joint venture between the Chinese firm Baha'i Harvest and Burnham. That last firm is one owned by Devin Archer, one of Hunter Biden's business partners who we talked about in the past as well. By the way, Archer is reportedly cooperating with James Comer in the GOP House investigation into the Biden crime family. So now we've got this new released screen capture from July 30th, 2017 of a WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao. And it shows that that Hunter Biden was pressuring Zhao for payment. And he was doing that using the influence of his father, Joe Biden, who was in the room. So here's a screenshot. The FBI verified Hunter Biden's laptop authenticity in November of 2019 by matching the device number against Hunter Biden's Apple Cloud ID. When the FBI took position of of the device in December 2019, they notified the IRS that likely contained evidence of tax crimes. A July 30th, 2017 WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao. It says this. I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. What? What? Yeah. That's what it says in the message. And then he continues. Well, let me let me tell you, let me read you the text, the entire text and con and it's in its proper context. I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now because I like to I like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. Ooh, Hunter Biden a little spicy there. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will not that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. 
Now, this is uh, this text is just one of many instances that seem to show that Joe Biden was involved in his family business. Now, there's a why I'm trying to be fair here. We know that Joe Biden was involved in Hunter's business. He was a big guy. He got his cut. But Hunter Biden maybe wasn't sitting in the room with his father when he wrote this. Maybe he was just trying to strong arm the guy. But the fact that he would use that in a text lends us to believe that this is not the first time he's done it and everyone was aware that they were selling influence of which Joe Biden had. Wow. And they're going after President Trump over false crimes. I titled one of my recent episodes of BCP Unfiltered. Maybe it was even a, uh, a Rumble episode where it was uh, every time evidence of Biden crimes comes out, they indict Trump. All right, so I mentioned that there was an offshoot, that, that this investigation by the IRS came from somewhere else. Check this out. The IRS investigation into Hunter Biden was an offshoot of an investigation the IRS was conducting in a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. This is what we're finding out from the testimony. The U.S. House and, and Ways... It's Friday, folks. Please forgive me. I know this is not good for a podcaster to have a hard time reading today, but I'm being transparent with you. The U.S. House Ways and Means Committee released transcript of the closed-door testimony by IRS employees, including Criminal Supervisory Special Agent Gary Shapley. He's a whistleblower. Shapley told Congress that the Department of Justice had prevented U.S. Attorney for Delaware David Weiss from bringing more serious charges against Hunter Biden. He also testified that the IRS had been possession of information that seemed to implicate Joe Biden, such as the WhatsApp message that we talked about. And he testified that Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf quashed questions into whether Joe Biden was the big guy named in an email on Hunter Biden's laptop describing a business venture with a Chinese firm. There were several other details in the report hitherto unknown to the public, such as the claim that the probe into Hunter Biden began in 2018, long after his association with Ukrainian energy company Burisma was a matter of public knowledge. And it was an, as an investigation of a foreign amateur pornography platform. Shapley did not name the platform. Shapley's claims could raise questions about whether Attorney General Merrick Garland was being truthful when he claimed that Weiss had been free to direct the investigation of Hunter Biden without interference. He said that on Wednesday, and I showed that to you on Wednesday or Thursday, and it's a lie. Absolute lie. But we've got more Joe Biden news. Now, I reported in the previous episode about Joe Biden and what he said behind closed doors during a California Democratic Party fundraiser. Well, check this out. Just a day after Blinken's visit to China, U.S. President Joe Biden called Chinese President Xi Jinping a dictator in a move that has infuriated Beijing and left U.S. officials perplexed. Biden said the comments in front of donors at a California event. Yeah. He called... Now, I have no problem with him calling Xi Jinping a dictator, because he is, but Blinken just went over there and kissed the CCP's Heine, 
saying that America supports a one-China policy and is not does not support Taiwanese independence. Crazy stuff, folks. Crazy stuff. Once in a while, Joe Biden gets it right. But the problem is he just lost all credibility. Not that he had any with the Chinese anyway. But what a waste of time for Blinken to go over there, do this whole this whole dog and pony show just for the transcript to come out of what Joe Biden said behind closed doors. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning called the comments a provocation and irresponsible. This is what Joe Biden said. Quote, No, I'm serious. That's what's a great embarrassment for dictators when they didn't know what happened. Well, you want to know what Joe Biden was referring to there. Well, check this out because the story gets crazier and juicier still. It turns out that Joe Biden called Xi Jinping a dictator while revealing to about 120 Democratic Party donors sensitive U.S. intelligence about the Chinese spy balloon. Yes. Breitbart's reporting that Biden blurted out to attendees what the U.S. intelligence agencies had learned about the Chinese spy balloon incident earlier this year. This reportedly surprised U.S. government officials, according to the New York Times, which called the information, quote, sensitive. This is what he said. Joe Biden, that is. Quote, the reason why Xi Jinping got very upset in terms of when I shot down that balloon with two boxcars full of spy equipment in it is he didn't know it was there. No, I'm serious. That's a great embarrassment for dictators when they don't know what happened. <laughs> and then he gave other information that we weren't aware of. He went on to say that wasn't supposed to be going to that wasn't supposed to be going where it was. It was blown off course up through Alaska and then down through the United States and he didn't know about it. So Joe Biden is revealing that the spy balloon was supposedly supposed to be tracking military installations in Hawaii and Alaska, but was blown off course. But hey, Joe Biden wasn't done <clears throat> while he's out there spilling the beans. This is what he said about America's assessment of and strategy relating to China. Quote, what he, Xi, was really upset about was that I insisted that we reunite the so-called quad. He called me and told me not to do that because it was putting him in a bind. All we're doing, we're not trying to surround you. We're just trying to make sure the international rules with air and sea lanes remain open and we're not going to yield to that, on that. So now he's talking about strategies relating to China. Remember, he says here that he was trying to put back, uh, he's trying to reunite the so-called quad. But if you recall, as, as I reported on this show a few weeks ago, he tried to get take credit for creating the quad. But behind closed doors, he took credit for reuniting it. Which is, of course, is exactly what was done. He hadn't created it like he made it sound a few weeks ago. But Reckless Joe still wasn't done. While stumbling through his words, he said the following. 
don't worry about China. I mean, worry about China, but don't worry about China. No, but I really mean it. China is real, has real economic difficulties. Wow. Incompetent and a crook. Incompetent and a crook. A lot of Biden news for one day, huh? A lot of Biden news. All right. RFK. If you Google RFK, which I'm doing right now, this, this is what comes up. RFK Jr.'s reign of error, correcting the record about yet, and then it goes on. That's CNN. Then it says top stories. RFK Jr.'s White House bid is a mix of nostalgia and conspiracy theories. Wall Street Journal. CNN, RFK Jr.'s reign of error, correcting the record about yet another false claim. Box, what to know about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s 2024 presidential campaign. Fox News, Ann Rogers wants to see RFK debate Peter Holtz. New York Post, same thing about Aaron Rodgers rips Peter Holtz, doctor who Joe Rogan challenged to debate RFK. RFK Jr. wildly claims Russia acted in good faith in Ukraine invasion, the independent. Joe Rogan, RFK Jr., and the debate's worth having. Okay, folks, here's why RFK Jr. would be in a fair Democrat Party primary a threat to Joe Biden. This is the line outside of Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s peace speech here in New Hampshire at St. Anselm College. Now, if you're listening to this and not watching this, the line is extensive. The man recording this is walking through the line, showing that it's going down a pathway, across the street, uh, down into a parking lot. Let's just say there's a whole bunch of people getting in line to hear Bobby Kennedy Jr. and Joe Biden, supposedly, who got 81 million votes, can't fill a, forget a gymnasium, I don't think the guy could fill a junior high girl's bathroom. I don't know I came up with that example. Maybe because that's something or somewhere where Joe Biden would like to be. All right, and I said I would end with President Trump. President Trump recently made statements defending the practice of punching down in political discourse. In order to clarify matters for a supporter, Trump stated it is sometimes necessary to sharply condemn people who unfairly malign him for political purposes. In his speech, Trump mentioned several figures, including New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. So, uh, and you'll re- you'll recognize... Uh, that it's a pretty uh, clear jab here in his mispronunciation of one of these individuals' names. 
Many say don't punch down when talking about people like Chris Sununu or Sloppy Chris Christie or Ada Hutchinson, I call him Ada, not Asa, because of certain reasons, or others. But sometimes it's necessary to talk badly about those that, for no reason other than politics, speak badly about you. Otherwise, the people that love you don't know whether or not they're for real. Are they saying the truth? They're not. So sometimes you have to punch down and you have to say what's happening. Otherwise, they won't understand. It's not fair to them. You have to put them in proper perspective, these bad people. You have to put them in their place. People like this are very destructive. And you have to tell the voters what it's all about. Otherwise, why should they be able to understand it? Thank you very much. And thank you very much, my fellow supporters of Donald Trump, the Constitution, and America greatness for being here. Ciao, goodbye, God bless. Please, please support our program. Subscribe on Rumble to my Rumble channel. Follow me on social media, on Twitter, on Gab, on Getter, on Truth Social. Support my children and their work on YouTube, on their channel, Nothing But The News. And become a supporter, a subscriber of our show, BCP Unfiltered. The links are down below. And hey, pick up some merch if you'd like to further support us and let people know one of your sources of news. So the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Let's have a great weekend together.